All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the All You Need to Know podcast. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to make sure that you stay ahead of the curve this Wednesday. Today is the 12th of February. In the top news, Arvind Kejriwal's Ahmadmi Party has swept the Delhi Assembly elections, winning 62 seats out of the total of 70. The remaining seats were won by the BJP, with the Congress being unable to notch up even a single victory. This had been evident almost all through the day yesterday, with counting indicating a comfortable win for the incumbents. If anything, the margin of victory was more dramatic than was previously expected. In a somewhat positive sign for the economic activity in India, cargo handled by Indian ports rose for the second straight month in January, but at a slower pace as volumes of liquid cargo fell, according to a report by Goldman Sachs. Indian ports handled 620 lakh tons of cargo last month, a rise of 2.5% over January of 2019. That compares with a 6% increase in December at 609.6 lakh tons, which was the fastest pace in 14 months. Now, in more comprehensive data points on the economy, you'll have to watch out for the IIP number, which will come out this evening, along with the CPI number. Vijay Malia returned to a London court to fight extradition to India to face fraud and money laundering charges. His lawyers said at a hearing yesterday that a previous ruling to send him back to India ignored evidence and simply misunderstood the circumstances that ultimately led to the collapse of Kingfisher Airlines in 2012. Out on bail, Malia was sitting in a packed courtroom alongside members of the public. He lost a bid to avoid extradition in a lower London tribunal in 2018, but was granted permission to appeal. The Indian government describes the appeal as an uphill battle in written submissions and says that Malia must face trial in relation to a very substantial allegation of dishonesty. Moody's Investor Service has lowered its outlook on Indusind Bank to account for the risk of further deterioration in its asset quality. The rating agency changed its outlook to negative from stable but affirmed the private lender's domestic and foreign currency ratings at BAA3, which is an investment grade. That, according to Moody's, was driven by the bank's strong capital and profitability buffers, which result in strong ability to absorb asset quality stress. In international news, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell is keeping a close eye on the deadly outbreak of coronavirus, which has now been officially named COVID-19. He said this in remarks before U.S. lawmakers yesterday, though he stopped short of saying that the outbreak had changed the Fed's baseline outlook for the U.S. economy or the expectation among many members of the Federal Open Market Committee that rates will remain on hold this year. Japan has said that it found 39 new cases of the coronavirus aboard a cruise ship, bringing the total number of cases from the vessel to 174. COVID-19 has now killed over 1,100 people, most of them in China. 
In international markets, it was a somewhat mixed session for U.S. equities. The Dow ended completely unchanged, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq managed to eke out narrow gains. The three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started mostly positive, with two of the three early rises in the green. In the commodities space, Brent crude managed to reclaim some ground and was trading at over $54.5 to the barrel last I checked. And finally, gold remains at elevated levels but off recent highs. It was at $1,570.7 to the troy ounce last I checked. And with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking midweek? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The global queues seem to be decent at this point of time. The SCX Nifty is also indicating a positive outlook. But in terms of numbers today, there is Hindalco, which is a nifty company. Among the other results, there is IRCTC, Ashok Leyland, ABB India, RT Industries, InfoEdge, IPCA Labs, Natco Pharma, Torrent Power, PI Industries, Wellspun India, Rail Vikas Nigam and Dish TV. Among the numbers announced, Coal India results were in line with estimates. The margins were impacted by lower e-auction realization and higher operating expenses. The volumes were also impacted by extended monsoon and local issues. Novelis, which is a subsidiary of Hindalco, came out with slightly weak set of numbers. The lower sales was due to lower average LME prices and local market premiums. The EBITDA increased primarily driven by the portfolio optimization. The company remains optimistic on growth outlook for both the cans as well as the auto business. Ircon, the revenues were down 4%, profit up 50%, EBITDA up 13%. The margins improved due to lower raw material cost and other expenses and the profits were aided by a tax reversal. IDBI Bank, the NII was up 13%. The net loss widens to 5763 crores uh, and that was on account of the DTA reversal of 6500 crores. The asset quality was stable. Astra DM revenues up 8%, profit up 40%, EBIT up 46%, so decent set of numbers. And that was led by mainly the hospital segment. The clinics and pharmacy revenues were remaining flat. Hexaware Technologies, uh, Pretty muted set of numbers or slightly weak as you can say. Uh, the dollar revenue was up 2%, rupee revenue up 3%, the profit was down 8% and margins contracted to 13.4% versus 13.9%. The financials were impacted by the extent furloughs and ongoing ramp down by a top BFSI client. The management has given a revenue guidance of 15 to 17% for calendar year 2020 and EBITDA guidance at 15 to 16%. Cochin Shipyards, the revenues up 25%, profit up 30%, EBITDA up 24%. BHEL again, disappointing set of numbers. There was degrowth both in the power and industry segment and the gross margin contracted significantly. HEG, very poor set of numbers. Revenues down 80%, EBITDA down 99% and a net loss of 1 crore versus a profit of 860 crores last time around. Astral Poly revenues up 5%, profit up 30%, EBITDA up 18% and revenues were aided by strong pipe division while adhesive lagged. Novartis India revenues down 13%, profit down 40%, EBITDA down almost 36%. In terms of stocks to watch, watch out for GSPL. The Wollongong coal hearing is there today for restructuring of the Australian uh, debt and any restructuring in international debt could improve the cash flows for GSPL. Moody's has changed the outlook for Indusind Bank to negative from stable. Sun Pharma Advance received a complete response letter from the US FDA for a new drug application for Taclantis and uh, a CRL does not mean good news for them. 
न्यूयॉर्क स्टेट फंड सोल्ड इन जीरो पॉइंट फाइव परसेंट स्टेक इन चेस्टाइल एंड रेलीगेर इन्वेस्को ए एम सी सोल्ड इन वन पॉइंट फाइव परसेंट इन पराग मिल्क इन टर्म्स ऑफ ब्रोकरेजेज मॉगन स्टैंडलीज कम आउट विद नोट ऑन द निफ्टी रीबैलेंस दे लाइकली इंक्लूजन इंक्लूड डाबर इंडिया श्री सीमेंट एच डी एफ सी लाइफ इंश्योरेंस एंड एस बी आई लाइफ इंश्योरेंस एंड द लाइकली एक्सक्लूजन इंक्लूड जी एज वेल एज येस बैंक एंड हाईटोंग इनिशिएट्स कवरेज ऑन फेडरल बैंक विद टारगेट प्राइस ऑफ वन ट्वेंटी एंड before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloomberg.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks arshan and as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great day i hope you enjoyed listening to all you need to know did you know that you can listen to the show on the ivm podcast app On the IBM podcast app along with this we have a number of other shows which you think you will enjoy. Listen to Cyrus says with Cyrus Brocha as the host, listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta, The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Verma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.